0: Living on the Edge, Creating the Life You Deserve, Episode 36, Moving Beyond Fear. Are you ready? Hello, everybody. How are you? Here we are again again <laughs> wow this has been a very eventful month very eventful very interesting but this is what happens when you sow seeds of love you know you get back all that stuff so it's been an amazing simply amazing month so far So, and I certainly hope you're having one Because I know you, (laughs) I know you are. I hope you are by listening to this show that you're getting some insight and wisdom for your business life, or your business life, but your life. And uh, it's not just about, uh, life isn't just about life. It is just life, isn't it, yeah. You know, they, they, they try to, everybody tries to compartmentalize everything. So Annette said, she ain't gonna do this here, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I'm not gonna do this. I don't believe in compartmentalization. Don't do that. I don't do that well. Because it's, it's, it's based on fear. So when we're moving from fear into love, we're moving beyond fear, which is what this uh, episode is all about then why are you going to put you know why put anybody in a box why compartmentalize the society is so fascinated with this thing called compartmentalization which is to put people in a category when you put people in a category especially those who don't who don't want to be bound by that <laughs> that's fear and when you're fearless, you're moving beyond fear, closer to love. What's that all about? That's not good. I do believe I told you this isn't that right. I did. Okay, yeah, we won't go back there again. We won't go there again. <laughs> What's that about? Why does society, why does this world want to put us into these? Boxes and these containers and these compartments and things like that, because it's better suited for them. You know, they get advertising dollars from that. You know, it makes people feel like they belong to something. And I've always said the ad, it's it's not that's it, it's it's based on fear. How many times have people followed people? out of fear, out of not knowing, with the assumption and the misconception that who they're following is, is somebody worth following or listening to. You know, sometimes I believe we, we ought to be a little bit more receptive to our own hearts and make sure that it's our own hearts, okay? <laughs> make sure it truly is our hearts and not somebody else's intentions moving beyond fear ultimately we know deeply that the other side of every fear is freedom okay marilyn ferguson said that freedom is the cry i i try to practice freedom i live it i live it i call it my six freedoms And that is what moving beyond fear is all about. The closer you get to love, the closer you get to to removing yourself from that. Because fear is based on doubt. It's not something that's actual. It's something that's not even factual. That's what fear is based on. You You know, when you start to worry about things in the future, that's a life built on fear. And then you sit there and you sat in that stuff, and then you worry and worry and worry, and ultimately it destroys your happiness. It takes away your life. It takes away joy, peace, contentment, love, and all that good stuff. It takes away all of that. Because you're fearing you're fearing something that doesn't even exist half the time. It doesn't. It's just, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's the, this thing called fear, it's so powerful. Just, it's just as powerful as what love is. But every time we seem to change and every time something changes in our lives, we have this fear that embracing this new level of change is going to be something that's going to be disa- disastrous. And so we fight against it, we resist it, And that's the worst thing to do. That's the worst possible thing to do is trying to resist something that's actually good for you. You know, it's it's actually good for you. So resisting something that's good for you, and you you see the thing is you don't know it. So when you live in, when you when you live in fear, when you reside in fear, you don't know what the unknown is trying to tell you and show you so once if you keep living and setting yourself in that place oh i don't know what this you know you worry about this and that and the other then you'll never see it you'll never move forward you'll always stay stuck into the past and you never move life isn't really about where you live we all live in a certain place in life. Yes, we do. Different cities, cities, different countries, different locations, online, offline, whatever you want it to be. We all are living someplace, somewhere on this planet, eight billion of us. But it's not how you live. It's not where you live, it's how you're living. Okay? it's how your thinking is. That's the thing that matters the most. You can get a high upscale place and live in the posh places of L.A. or New York City. But that doesn't mean anything half the time. How's that character going? How do you treat people? How are you living life? What are you doing? You know, those are the things. Are you impacting people? Are you changing your life? What are your intentions? See, all of that means nothing. You can make a million billion dollars, but a million billion dollars does not change a broken mindset. It will never do that. So residing in fear is a broken mindset. Fulton Osler, author of The Greatest Story Ever Told, said that many of us crucify ourselves by living between these two thieves, okay? These are the stealers of time. These are the stealers of your life. These are the stealers if you let them steal your life. And the two stealers are regret for the past and fear of the future. Two stealers, they steal the very essence of your life. They steal your soul. Regret for the past, I didn't do this, I didn't do that, I should have done this, guilt, all of that is steeped into regret, and that is the stealer of your soul, that's the stealer of your life. Fear of the future, the unknown, is the other one. These are thieves, and they walk still in the night, they really do. And not just in the night, but all the time, the way that you think. Like I say, wake up. Somebody's stealing something from you, and you must know what it is. And regret and fear are the two biggest stealers. You know, when you live in those two chasms, residing in darkness, residing in fear, you're killing yourself. You're killing your life. You're hurting your future. You're hurting the lives of those around you. How many times have you seen stories in the news? They don't have to be in the news, it could be right there, your next door neighbor. It could have been you. We give in to this thing called guilt. This thing called guilt this is one of the biggest fear mongers, OK? It's a stealer of your joy and your essence. So if there are things that you haven't done in your life that you wish you had, what, why are they still so impactful? That's, that's the question I pose to you. So let me say it like this. Question why is it that those regrets are still impacting your life and secondly why are you allowing it so on the news you know you you recently heard um, Ashley Judd, I, I know some of you know who she is, the actress, and her mother who killed herself and shot herself. It sounds just like a reenactment of so many others who've done the same thing. You don't necessarily have to pull the trigger. But people like uh, Robin Williams. Remember Mork and Mindy, the, the, the comedy show? Amazing actor, but I'm telling you, killed himself. Carrie Fisher, Star Wars, drugs, alcohol, killed herself. And just recently, um, the one lady who was going with Ellen DeGeneres, I believe her name was Anne Hesch, killed herself. All of this stuff is steeped in fear. Fear of, I mean, guilt of not having done something Guilt of something that someone did. That's why forgiveness is so important. And worrying so much about the future by residing in the past. Fear has no special power over us, okay? It's only the power that you give fear. If you give it some power, it'll take it. If you give it power, oh my God, it will set your life ablaze and you will, you will go down just like, just like those actors and actresses and anybody else that you might know. Just like that, your life is gone. And all of these events that you see aren't things that just happen. It's a course that this stuff takes. Fear takes this course. And once you give power to it, and you choose not to love and move closer to love and, and, and reside in fear, over time, it'll kill you. It'll kill you, literally, it does. Fear has no special power over us, only unless we give it that power. And what is the past anyway? The past is what, a memory? A faint whisper in the wind something that no longer exists what's the past what's the beauty about the past anyway it's gone it's gone it's gone why reside there it's gone if it wasn't good why the hell are you still residing there it's no good for you what is this fascination? I'm amazed at the fascination people have about talking about the past. Now, there's nothing wrong with talking about history, but the constant talking about, oh yeah, you know, back then, you know, and, and the things I didn't do and the guilt stuff back then, and I wish there were like this, this way, this. Okay, come on now, come on now. Let's move forward towards something greater. If you want, to change your life you must push I mean literally like a baby giving birth (laughs) you know you know like a baby giving birth you must push push past those fears so you can birth something that's amazing okay which is your life creating the life you deserve push past that stuff push I tell you push we're gonna give birth here. We're gonna give birth to something new. <laughs> Moving away from those fears to something better. So you have to, you have to, you have to be clear on what you want. It's easy, it's easier to step forward bravely if there is a goal. Do you have? If, do you have any goals? If you have some, if you don't have any goals, get some. Get some, make some, make some new plans. Create some new things. Reach out and do some new things that you never thought you'd do before. Start something new. Venture in places that you have never been before. Let the unknown be your, your, your oh gosh, your playing ground. Let it be that. Have a goal to, to, to reach for, to move towards, because that will give you some motivation, some excitement. To move out of the past and into something bravely with courage and abandonment, excitement, and simple joy for it all, you know? And, you know, the whole thing about this is that inside of us, that lies dormant in our hearts. is a secret world that we all want to be awakened. We all want that world to come out. We all want to become alive. So when you're clinging to something that's worth clinging to by having a vision for your life and creating something, oh my gosh, that you want, the life that you really want, that's something to hold on to. That's the hope that you want. That's what you cling on to. You can feel the fear of what you're concerned about, what you're worried about, but then you know what you need to do? You must do something about it. Because worrying ain't gonna change it any. Okay? Feel your fear, but do what needs to be done to change that. And the very word fear, F-E-A-R, it it denotes something it means something I don't remember where I heard this from but I heard this somewhere in my travels of life and wisdom and insight and stuff like that fear equals false evidence appearing real false evidence appearing to be real fear is false it's not real. It appears. It has this appearance, this deception of, of, of being real, but it's false. And if you're not awakened, you won't see it. That's why so many people fall, in, fall in prey to cults and all this other stuff that's out there. It's false evidence, it appears to be real, but it's not. That's where most people are vulnerable. Because when you reside in fear, you're vulnerable. And then you have false evidence appearing to be real. And the first thing that you see, it appears to be real to you, but it's as false as hell. I've met a lot of people who have this appearance, okay? They're false. It's like you can smell them. I can see them and and say, oh my goodness, how toxic are you? And they appear to be real. Just like the Hansel and Gretel story where the the witch, the wicked witch, and she appeared to be kind to them but deep inside, all she was going to do was eat them up. She had plans for those kids. And she was no good. Her intentions were, were evil, okay? That's what, that's false, it appears to be real. And if you're not awake, if you're not enlightened, you'll, you won't see that. But the closer that you move to love of yourself, the more that you'll be able to see that and say, I, I, mm, hold up. I see right through that. I see you. Now back off. You may have already noticed fear. Every time you feel it, it's not because the situation you're about to encounter is one that can strike terror in your heart. No, it's not necessarily like um, you're walking down a, a, an alley or something and a, and a huge, big Bengali tiger comes out at you and starts to eat you. <laughs> it's not that kind. That's too easy. That kind, you know, you have a big, you know, animal, you know, trying to go eat you. You envision all this stuff. His lips and his chops just waiting to eat you. No, that's not the kind of thing I'm talking about. That's not gonna happen in the modern world, okay? Okay, but in India, perhaps that's a country where a lot of that stuff happens. Okay, in beautiful India, yeah, beautiful as it may be, but they a lot of strange things go on there. Yeah, th- things like that do happen there, but not in the environment we're living in. Rarely does that happen. But what does happen is that some external event triggers us. And then a cascade of these memories from the past start to flood our mind, they take over, and then we create within our own mind an imagination of something, a world colored and filled with fear. We imagine all these things because something triggers us. You gotta watch out for triggers. They're like booby traps. Watch out for them. Because when something triggers you, that's what it does. It's just like when when things have happened and they've triggered me. You know, you have to respond with what? How do I respond? I gotta respond with love because that's the only way, honey. Because there's a lot of things that trigger. You gotta, you know, you and 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 when they do that, cling to love, because that's all you'll see. You'll see the positive. You'll see the love. And for me, sometimes, that's exactly what's happened. Some things have triggered me, but I see the love. And that's what I chose to look at. That's what I choose to feel. It's that love. Because that's all that's in my mind, (laughs) you know? In my mind. So those triggers are dangerous things if you don't approach them with love. If you realize that, you know, if you see that starting to come and something's starting to trigger you, then you just, okay, you fill your mind, your thoughts immediately with something good, someone positive, a poem, a song. You know, you filled your mind with, let me tell you, bring on those quotes. Fill your mind with something positive, something good, something happy, something optimistic. And let me tell you something, that stuff has got to go, Okay, It's got to go. It must. Napoleon Hill, the grandfather of what I do now, the self-help movement, the author of the international bestseller, Think and Grow Rich, An amazing book to read, Think and Grow. Love it. He said once that a memory, that any memory, once it's triggered and comes to the surface, it usually comes there, it's associated with something. But you know what happens when you start to think and grow rich and not in the monetary sense, when those memories come, that stuff triggers and it starts to bring these memories. You know what happens? Those memories come to the surface as if you're lifting a chain. We talked about chains last week, right? Those chains that get that get us weighed down. So when a, a memory starts to come, and when you when you start to think and grow you're thinking things that are positive you're thinking good thoughts guess what happens you're lifting that chain that you once put upon yourself or that others put upon you once a memory is triggered all the associated memories come to the surface so once it's a memory is triggered what, however bad that memory is, all the associated memories are tr- come with it. They come to the surface, and you know what it does? Just like forgiveness, it's lifting a chain. Link by link, memory by memory flash before our mind's eye. And these memories can be part of the past or fears created about the past that we were worried that would happen in the future. But the truth is in either case is that the past simply no longer is it doesn't exist the future is yet to come the past is gone and all we have is this very moment that we're in right now that's all we have So bringing yourself back to the present, back to this very moment, back to that moment, whatever that moment is, bringing it back so you can see it so clearly. It's here waiting for you to love it, to enjoy it. This is what this is all about. To embrace this, embrace this, embrace what we have here. Embrace what we have here. It was just waiting for you. And when you do, and when you're you're enjoying it, you touch the very essence of eternity, the soft fabric of existence. That's what happens in moments like these. You're touching the very soft fabric of your existence, my existence. You're touching it. We're touching each other. The very essence of who we are, which is born out of love. We're touching each other. Think and grow rich. Read that book if you haven't. Man, it'll change your, (laughs) it'll change your world. Because it's the way you think that moves you forward and towards a better life. It's the way you think. Life happens to all of us. It is truly how we all respond to it. So in order to respond in a way that's positive, you have to think that way. So the first time something triggers you or something happens in your life and it's not the most pleasant thing, what are you going to do? You're gonna, y- your thoughts are already set. So you're just going to act that way. You think like you act, you act like you think. So while all the world around you is acting very negative about stuff, you got this stuff together because you know exactly what to do. Your mentality is so important your mindset, and when you're focused on the good, doing what is right and what is good, and you're focused on the positive things in life, and you live that way, and you think that way, bring on the circumstance, because 90% of it is how you're going to respond, and I know you're going to respond in something, in some way that is positive, because that's the way you think. So if a negative situation happens, What are you gonna do? You're gonna change some of those thoughts immediately and you're gonna replace them with something positive. It could be from any place possible. Like I said, it could be this podcast, a book you've read, a blog post you've read. Somebody said something special to you, something that you might have watched on TV, music that you're listening to. Being mindful of that recollect those memories. Those are the memories that you want to recollect. The ones that are good, that are happy, that are joyous, that are positive. Those are the ones I want to recollect. So when I think about people, I think about the people, I think about the memories, the new beginnings. And it's like, that's what I want in my mind. That's what I want to feel in my heart and my soul. So we get a choice. We get to choose or not to choose. And that is the question. Fear is simply just life presenting you with a choice. That's what it is. That's all it is, It's giving you a glimpse into yourself and it's clearing your vision and helping you to see beyond illusion. Fear is but a brief moment in time within your life where your faith and your determination are being tested. And doesn't it get tested? Where your boundaries are being expanded. Where a deeper part of yourself is beginning to unfold. That's what fear is. That's why so many people fear the unknown. They, they, see, the thing, they see life unfolding. And they begin to get, oh my God, no. But, you know, fear is just an act of life saying, here, I'm giving you a choice. Choose or not to choose, fear or love. There's only two choices whether it's fear or is it love. You get to choose. Choose love, baby, every time because love always wins. And when you choose, even in the midst of fear to love you're going to make the the right decision you're not you're going to make the right decision you need to make fear is just it's an opportunity for us to make a decision and when when especially when we're moving out of that comfort zone and we don't like it we like that comfort zone we like to stay there i've gotten used to the fact that no don't don't get used to that comfort zone keep moving if it's moving, I'm moving with it. I'm moving with the change, the positive change. Wherever my vision and my goals and my dreams take me, I'm moving. I'm open. I want to go. Because it's opening up a deeper part of myself, and I need that to be opened. And really, by doing this show, that's what it's done for me. It's it opened up a deeper part of myself. Yeah. And I, you know, I started this podcast like a couple of years ago, 2015. And I would, my life was, it started to unfold from that point on to here today, unfolding. That's when I started getting stuff out, moved beyond my limits. I, you know, I used to say, well, wow. um, I used to try to join a lot of the podcast networks. I look at this now and I kind of looked at it and I said, what? It's like, the whole, you know, I said, well, I need that. I need them to help me get more of this. I need that situation. But then every time I find myself thinking and alone by myself, Annette, come on. What are you doing? You have so much power inside of you. You have yet to see that unfold. and it's And in the process of it unfolding, I'm thinking I need that. No, all I needed was to unfold. I just needed to unfold and see how amazing and powerful I am. And I I needed just to unfold. And I began, I could do all this. I can do this, I can do this, I got this. Because I've empowered myself to be able to do so. So when your boundaries are being tested and they're being pushed and you're moving out of your comfort zone, you're no longer just a this, and you're moving into something bigger, the boundaries are being pushed, aren't they? They're being pushed. So then you know that something's about to happen and, and when you, stay, when you say, stay in your comfort zone and you want, I want to stay there, I don't want to move, I don't want to move, I don't want to go here, I don't want to move there, I don't want to do that, you're also missing out on opportunities for something so good that you just miss it altogether. Realize that you can conquer any fear if you'll make up your mind to do so. Fear is is just a concept that lies within the mind. What What if that happens? What if that happens? What if? What if it doesn't? It can only grow if you nurture it, and then you water it, and then you feed it, and then you tend to its garden. That's how it grows. You 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 ignite something on it that gives it more energy than it needs to be. It needs none. So when you start nurturing it, what if I met a lady at a matter you know, I met a lady a couple years, not that long ago, maybe it was a few years ago, and she was talking, and again, I thank God for it, opening my life, my life unfolding. Because a lot of times I get to I get a glimpse of other people's lives and see how they make their choices. And then the universe will tell me, let me show you an example of what your life can be if you choose this, like like they did, like he did, like she did. You don't want that. So I went through a journey of learning how not to become in my life. And out of that, I learned a lot. A lot of insight a lot of wisdom a lot of people's stories as my life was unfolding and I learned a lot and a lot of it taught me you don't want to end up like that you don't want to end up like that you don't want to end up like that so this is what you do you don't want that I didn't want that <laughs> So it's like that moment you go through time and you're being taken through these passages of of life and you're seeing not your life, but as a result of the choices you make, you don't want to end up like that. So it was like me looking at somebody else's life and it's like, If I choose, that's how I'm going to end up. If I choose that way. So I met this lady in this store, and she began to talk about something. And I don't remember what she was talking about because that was a couple years ago. And, I, you know, it's like she, I don't know how old she was. I would guess she was like in her 70s, 80s, I don't know. But anyway, she was starting to talk about something in life, and I don't know what it was. I forgot. I don't, you know, come on. (laughs) And, um, but I do remember that she said something like, I wished I, I wasted 20 something years on something that never happened. I wasted 20 something years and something that never happened because I gave fire to it. She ignited it, she chose fear and she chose to nurture it and water it and tend to its garden and 20 years passed and that shook me up I said oh hell no this ain't gonna happen to me (laughs) I said no I'm too young for this I don't want my life to end up like that but that's what it was showing me life is showing me See? I've been awakened. 20-something years. And she said, I worried for something that never happened. I said, oh, my God. It's like I said, Lord, why are you showing me this? <laughs> why, are you showing, why are you showing me this? Because it's the love of God. It's love that's showing you that. You don't want to end up like that. And so many people live like that to this day remember that uh, that you're the master gardener of your mind and your life you're the one that chooses what you put into that you decide you decide what goes into that let's say for example you're making the world's best lasagna and if you are Please invite me, because I do like it. I do like lasagna, yeah. So, hey, I'm open to invitations of food. (laughs) Not everywhere and not everyone, okay? Very particular about that. Very, very particular. Who I choose to, what, dine with. Oh yeah. But um, you're creating your life you're creating let's say like a dish like lasagna you're creating something so let's say here we are we're creating a dish we're creating our lives though this is something a little bit more important okay our lives and so we're pouring into our lives ingredients right so don't we want the best ingredients to be poured into our lives don't we want all the good stuff the great stuff the loving stuff we don't want the toxic so it's it's the garden, baby. You gotta weed out. And you don't, it ain't just a once a year thing. Oh, like i clean up my shelves in my kitchen. No, 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 no. You have to clean out that garden. Every once in a while, meaning all the time, tend to your garden. Weed it every day. Every day something's coming in. Every day. And so you got to uproot that garbage, remove that toxicity, get it out of your garden. I used to call it detoxifying my ills. That's what I called it. Detoxify your ills. So whatever ails you, detox it. Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, detox it. And that makes you love on yourself even more. Detox what ails you. Detox your ills. Because when you detoxify your mind, you're detoxifying everything else. That's why it's imperative to have time alone and mindfulness and meditation to detox. 20 years. I said, whoa, I don't have 20 years to waste, okay? I don't have 20 years to waste. So when she, talk, when she was talking about that, I said, get me out of here, I don't want that, you know. But she, but she, something that never happened, and most of us do that. We worry about something that never happens. And then we tend to it, we toil it, we nurture it, and we give it a whole lot of our energy even our love what does it bring back nothing because fear cripples and withdraws us from a world of happiness because happiness wants to reside there love wants to reside there fear cripples us it prevents us from opening up to to joy and to peace and to happiness and all that good stuff so within all of us is the ultimate desire to be happy I love that episode that we did on happiness. Happiness is our birthright. I want to be happy. You want to be happy. Let's all get happy together because that's what it's all about. Don't let the roadblocks called fear impede you and stop you from reaching your desired destination, whatever that destination may be. Don't let fear do it. Don't let fear cripple you. Don't let it stop you. Don't let it immobilize you. You have the power to do that. So many people, they leave this earth before their time because they live out of fear. And it has nothing to do with anybody. It has to do with the falseness of things that are not factual that they believe and and bring attention to it. It has to do with the guilt that they carry around that they didn't do this and they didn't do that. That cripples them. It prevents, if happiness is our birthright, why aren't most of us happy? Because we choose not to be. You can't tell me that The universe isn't always speaking. Some of us just ain't listening. That's what it is. Some of us like the old stagnation and being like that and settling for that and not moving, not changing, not wanting to grow. Some of us like that nasty place I call the pig pen. it's a choice courage is not the absence of fear rather it is the ability to take action in spite of the fear Nancy Anderson said that in her works on passion courage is not the absence of fear rather it is the ability to take action in spite of that fear when we face it facing the fear it takes courage use fear to our advantage let's use fear to our advantage let's do that use it to bring us an awareness and closer to the life that we deserve and that's what i use others Others that in that moment, speaking with that lady, was using, I was taking the courage. It was courageous. Because in the face of fear, that's fear, her fear, not mine, I chose to have a level of awareness to be able to see why she feared something that never was and to avoid falling into that same situation. So I used in that moment awareness to bring myself to an alive moment, a quickening moment in my, in, my, in my soul, in my being, to heighten my sense of awareness, to realize, to see clearly life's plans for me, for me, for my life. That was life, that was my unfolding of my life, showing me this is not what you want. That's somebody else's life. And to be able to step out and for me to be aware of things and other people and their choices to be able to see what they've done, it takes courage to do that because you're bravely stepping forward into into something that's preparing you for something that you desire. So I said, "Uh uh-uh, that's the purpose of fear. Fear is to be used to your advantage, not as a weakness but as a strength, to bring you to awareness to see something and to be aware of it and then do something about it. So just walk on past fair, kick it to the curb, become stronger for it. You know, don't 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 like shy away from it. Okay. It's there. You know it. Use it to your advantage. In other words, you control it. It doesn't control you. You decide who's boss, okay? You get to decide who's in control here. And you are. Don't forget that, you are in control. You decide, use it to your advantage. Because that strength will bring you one step closer to freedom. You'll be one step closer to that path, that life that you wanna live, one step closer. Every step you take is a step in the direction of freedom, of contentment, of peace, of joy, It all awaits us all. Every step, every step. See, my goal, my goal, my first goal, one of my goals, right? My goal was to, yeah, there was times I said, I want to make a million dollars. Well, I still will do that. That's still one of my goals. (laughs) But one of the goals that I got before I even, that was even important, was the goal of becoming whole. Right? That's the most important goal. It really is. The goal is to be whole. I think Elizabeth Gilbert said that too. The goal, your goal, to be whole. That's the goal. Healthy, wealthy, happy, whole. See, that? That? that's my life. It was like healthy, wealthy, happy, whole, then rich, and in that order, because that's the order for my life. Healthy, wealthy, happy, whole. And I say, no, let's do the rich first. No, no, <laughs> See, it ain't gonna work. No. It's not going to happen for me that, that way, it didn't happen for my life that way. The goal is to be whole, because out of that goal to be whole, I'm able to do this, right? My life unfolds. All that stuff comes in time, but I needed that more than anything else, to be whole. So every step I used to say this every step was a step towards the goal but the goal is often to be whole the goal could be the goals of my dreams both of them working concurrently t- with each other the goal is to be whole and the goal is to step further into your dreams and your desires that await you so hold true to your heart, step forward and don't, uh, don't let fear do that to you so I'm going to share with you the seven, seven basic fears. Napoleon Hill, I just mentioned him earlier, believed that there are seven fears that all of humanity had to face within themselves. So we all face this one. He believed that by knowing those fears, you can identify them from arising within yourself. And once you see those fears arising in yourself, you're able to have complete control and power over them because that's what this show is all about. It's about taking back your power and knowing where your strength lies and knowing how to be proactive about your life. So the seven basic fears are fear of poverty, fear of criticism, fear of ill health, fear of the loss of a loved one, or of a love fear of the loss of freedom liberty fear of old age and fear of death shall i read them back for you because we all had that challenge fear of poverty criticism ill health loss of love from someone loss of liberty freedom old age, and death. Well, when you begin to feel any of those seven basic fears, you can then set into motion a new program within your mind, something proactive that says, "Uh uh-uh. For example, when other people are criticizing you, I used to have that one in my head. Then I, then I start to get stoic. And stoicism is simply putting into your head the power that you have that I don't care what outside people think because it matters only what I think and what I do. That's all that matters. Because when you don't care what other people think, peace and tranquility and power is yours when you don't care what other people think. So when criticism comes in, I choose to think Like that and when you start to think about old age if you're getting older stop thinking about that okay we're all gonna get older in life but it's how you live while you're living you know be excited about life learn new things and do a lot of different things so that's the way that you continue to grow is by facing that fear, seeing it for what it's worth, and say, oh, no, 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 no. But those are the seven basic fears of life. Poverty, criticism, ill health, uh, loss, loss of love, loss of liberty, old age, and death. Now, sometimes in our lives, we, we, we see these things act out in our lives, yes they do, because we all as human beings face this. And then sometimes we take a look and see how other people are, are dealing with it. 90% is how you respond to situations in your life. Fears are fears, we all face them, but it's how you respond to it. So that l- lady worried herself for 20 something years about something, I don't know what that something was, I don't need to know that, but it, it could have been the fear of death. It could have been the fear of being alone. The fear of ill health. So all of those things, you have to proactively replace them in your mind with something the opposite of. See fear for what it is. But every time you see something or hear something, don't believe it all the time. You have power over your over your own mind not outside events so when things are inundating you when you start to worry and fear stop the fear replace that fear with something else choose love choose to think positively choose to look at it in a positive way embrace it. it don't let it succumb you overcome it because fear is a lie Base decisions on things that are inside of your heart. What does your heart tell you? What does your heart tell you? So whatever your heart tells you, that's what you're to do. Because fear is simply a lie. It's a lie. So moving beyond fear, here's an exercise. Before I close this episode, set aside five to ten minutes of quiet time before you go to sleep and sit quietly focusing on your breath in and out, in and out. And begin to truly feel right there in that moment anytime you get an opportunity to it doesn't have to be before you go to bed it could be anytime you have five minutes my gosh you better have five to ten minutes you got an hour here sometimes <laughs> so I know you got time you got time right here so said here we are in this moment right focus on your breath focus on your breathing and I want you to just think about those things about your life What is it that you're so concerned about, if there is anything? And begin to infuse your mind and your emotions with something that's positive. And then, really, then and only then you'll be able to open this amazing power that lies within you, this greatness that's lying inside of you. Don't let the confusion of the world and the confusion of fear Be the basis of your decisions that you make in your life a lot of people are doing that you see the decisions a lot of people make they're basing it on fear fear has controlled their minds and then it does what next it controls your body because you take action upon that fear you see it all the time the seven fears are the seven fears we all face we all have to deal with those seven fears but it's how we choose to respond to those seven fears that makes us triumphant in life and victorious in life or not. You get to choose. Choose wisely. So, let's see. Next time, oh yes next episode we're gonna we're gonna still we're on, we're on we, power baby this is an empowering podcast okay so that's all this is is to open up the amazing power that's residing in, within you so we're gonna we're gonna you know we're going just you know i'm just gonna continue to tap into that it's like that's what the awakening is all about your awakening is all about Let's bring all that goodness, all that power out. I love it. I love it. I love it when it does. I love it when it comes out. Um, so yes, next time. Uh, still doing the live? I mean, what am I? What am I, OK, yeah. That, that's not what I wanted to say here. <laughs> um, yeah, so enjoy your week. And don't forget to uh, check out the live show. If you want to just sit and chit chat and, and, and just chat and do nothing and just be there in the presence of, of having some more time spent you can do that like I said the show sometimes plays in the background sometimes I may have some music in the background but it doesn't really matter because we're just there to enjoy each other's company so that's what it's all about enjoy each other's company so you get this and then you get that on Saturday so twice a week wow okay That's a whole lot of, that's a whole lot of power. That's a whole lot of love. That's a whole lot of goodness. So there's no excuse anymore. You're living on the edge, baby. Um, Thank you for listening. And um, next time, next episode, like I said, more power. And uh, we're going to, we're going to, this is what it's all about. So like I said, have an amazing week. See you on Saturdays at seven o'clock. On YouTube, and uh, don't forget to check out some of the Halloween treats. It's on the website, so there's no excuse. DigitalVibeNetwork.com. Take care.